From out of a ride after the Show Me 100 three years ago to the top of the late model world, we'll talk about Hudson O'Neill's rise today, plus what to watch tonight and more. Let's go. It's Tuesday, May 23rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. You may or may not realize this, but we are well into year four of me doing these daily shows talking about dirt racing. Today is actually the 826th daily episode. And the beauty of having done so many over at least a decent span of time is the chance to see how some things play out. And a guy I've talked about uh, plenty over the last several years is Hudson O'Neill. To see where he was in 2020 to where he is now has been quite the rise. At the moment, he tops Dirt on Dirt's top 25 list. He is second in the Lucas points. He leads the Flow Series points. And you can make a very strong argument for, being, uh, for him being at the top of the Dirt late model world right now. The season started very slow in this transition to being the guy in the Rock House car. But partway through Speed Weeks, this team caught fire and they've been very, very good ever since. And just to give you an idea of how far he's come, O'Neill started the 2020 year in the Masters built house car. But after 26 Lucas appearances that resulted in just five top 10s, the two sides parted ways following a B-main exit at the Show Me 100 in July. O'Neill was back out with Lucas a month later in the startup PCC car and was immediately better. He picked up a top five right out of the gate at Florence and then later won at Portsmouth. In 40 Lucas races that season, he had just 11 top 10s though and an average feature finish of 13.5. For 2021, he moved over to Double Down Motorsports and was a contender right out of the gate. He won the second night out at East Bay and then went on to win five more times, including a couple of crown jewels. And he had an average finish of 8.3, ended up finishing second behind Tim McCready in the Lucas standings. I did shows on O'Neill's rise twice that year, one in May and another in October. In just a few months, really, he'd gone from searching for a ride to being a serious challenger on a national tour. But I think what he's done so far in 2023 is on a complete other level. Jumping into the hot seat at Rocket after the departure of Brandon Shepard was not going to be a walk in the park, and I think this could have very easily gone sideways. That Valvoline 1 has been so good for so long, there's been multiple guys that have been successful in that car, and I think the pressure to perform under the eye of Mark Richards and Steve Baker has to be pretty damn significant. And I think after the slow start they got off to between Volusia and that, that first night or a couple of nights at Golden Isles in January, there were definitely question marks about whether or not O'Neill could handle this situation. But it's clear now that he's doing better than that. He's thriving in this big time ride. He won on February 9th at East Bay, and that kicked off a stretch of 22 races where he won seven times, has an average finish of 3.86. And his only finishes outside the top 10 were a 12th at Eldora that was in Flow Series competition and a 16th with Lucas at Fairbury. The Eldora race was the one where he cut the tire and Fairbury was where he tangled with Dennis Erb Jr. Both of those could have easily been top five finishes or maybe better. Headed to the Show Me 100 this week, he trails Ricky Thornton Jr. by 40 points in the Lucas standings. And these two look like they could continue throwing haymakers at each other all summer. Three years ago, at this exact event, O'Neill left looking for a ride and wondering about his future. Things have sure changed since then. Uh, we'll talk more about the Show Me 100 later this week. Drop me a comment. Let me know what you think about uh, where Hudson O'Neill has come over the last couple of years. 
Uh, if you missed it last week, Dirt Tracker decals are back in stock. That includes the Sprint Car Late Model and Logo versions. They're five bucks with free shipping. I've also marked down all the shirts to $15, and that includes shipping in the U.S. as well. I'm also thinking about a new run of shirts. I've got some new logo ideas. I shared a couple of them on Twitter yesterday. If you didn't get a chance to go look, go find my personal Twitter at Justin underscore Feather and see those logo options. Let me know if you'd be down for uh, you know a new version of a shirt or what other types of merch we could do. Uh, we could do some more hats. We could do koozies. We could do hoozie, uh, hoodies. Let me know your thoughts on that. Uh, you can check out the Dirt Tracker swag shop over at shop.dirttracker.com. If you want some racing today, don't worry. Things are busy, even though it's a Tuesday. There's actually great racing all week long. You know, we're obviously heading into the Memorial Day weekend, so a ton of stuff happening all week. The Word of Outlaws Lay models are headed for a state line speedway in New York where they haven't been since 2021. Local favorite Dave Hess won there the last time out. He led all 40 laps from the pole. Max Blair won uh, at state line in 2019. Very similar situation, uh, led all 50 laps there from the pole. We still have just seven official races complete for the Outlaws, and we're still kind of waiting for things to really shake out in this championship. Seven guys are currently within 58 points of the lead back to Bobby Pierce, and I think this thing is still completely wide open. Chris Madden leads this thing. You've got Ryan Gustin coming off a win at Marion Center. Kyle Bronson has been super consistent early on. Brendan Shepard looks like he's going in the right direction with the Longhorn. Nick Hoffman just won $10,000 on Saturday night. Brian Shirley looking for a bounce back. He uh, was 19th last time out at Marion Center. Uh, Bobby Pierce already has five victories in 2023. So a lot of guys to watch, a lot of storylines. After tonight, the Outlaws head to Sharon Speedway for three nights. That leads into a 25,000 win race on Saturday night. If you aren't able to make it to State Line tonight, you can watch it live over on Dirt Vision. As for the open wheel fans, we've got USAC Sprint Cars at Terre Haute tonight for the Tony Homan Classic. Also got the Extreme Midgets uh, beginning two nights at Millbridge here in North Carolina. Through six points paying races so far in 2023, uh, CJ Leary and Justin Grant are tied atop the USAC National Sprint Car standings. And headed into tonight, only 67 points separate the top eight. That goes back to Chase Stockin. Including the two non-points races at Volusia, we've had six different winners and eight features. Grant, Leary, Jake Swanson, Dazen Persley, Brady Bacon, and Kyle Cummins have all scored a victory. A year ago at Terre Haute, Robert Ballou and Leary were winners. I think Ballou could use a good finish tonight. He hasn't really been a factor since the opening night of Dirt Car Nationals. Uh, this won't be live on Flow Racing if you are nearby. And at Millbridge, Ken McIntosh leads the series into the tight confines as the Extreme Outlaw Series points leader on the strength of two wins and four top fives in five races. He's been lights out at Millbridge uh, this season uh, in a micro. We'll see if he can keep that kind of pace up uh, on the midget side. Jade Avedisian is a second. Uh, she's got a win and four top tens. Chase McDermott is third. He's already won twice as well. Gavin Boshell was a winner at this event a year ago, and Taylor Reimer actually won the second night, although she didn't know it until much later, as Cannon McIntosh was eventually DQ'd from his win for Dr. Tires. Bunch of these teams are coming back from the Midwest where they just race with USAC at Belleville and Sweet Springs. Joining the Midgets for the next two nights are non-wing 600 micros. This one is live on Dervision. And if you're going, you might see me out there. I'm not sure if I'm going to go tonight, tomorrow, both nights, but uh, I might head out there for a little bit. Uh, there was some racing last night with the XR Working Man Series at Legit Speedway Park in Missouri. Tyler Erb led all 50 laps from the pole to score $10,000. That topped uh, Billy Moyer Jr. and Ricky Weiss in that one. Race was a bit of a mess. It took nearly an hour to complete, and there were only something like 10 cars still running at the finish uh, from the original 26-car starting field. The series is right back to racing on Thursday at Cherokee Speedway. They got another 10,000 to win show. 
We'll see this uh, if this win kind of translates into any confidence or success or anything for Tyler Herb. He's pretty far down the Lucas standings right now. Hasn't really been a factor. Uh, you know, maybe a win like this can get those guys going in the right direction. Uh, that's it for the show today. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to check out today's streaming schedule over at DirtTracker.com. Hope you guys have a good Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.